Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom, and where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back for another episode. I'm so glad you're here. Hope you've been having a great week. If you need some good news to start things off today, let's go ahead and yeah, start with some shout outs and just really good things going on for teachers. First off, so excited and happy for Raven, who recently landed her new opportunity as a customer success manager. Congrats, Raven. I'm super excited for you and I'm so excited to hear more about that. Also to Krista, who just landed a job as an instructional designer. She had her last interview this week. So excited for you. And I'm so excited to hear more about it too. So, you know, another thing that we've been talking about with a lot of our insiders recently is instead of just celebrating the, I don't want to say end of the journey, right? Or instead of just celebrating when you land a job, we really need to be talking more about celebrating the process. So shout out to Sarah, who is developing a lot of clarity and connections. Man, she is just really intentionally navigating her path and just progressing in so many ways. Love seeing everything there. And to Lauren, who's also connecting really intentionally with some companies, developing a lot of clarity around what she wants to do, which roles to apply to, so much more. Great things going on there, Lauren. And to Jonathan, who is going to be able to connect this upcoming month with former teachers, one in particular who's done what he wants to do, and who he can ask questions to about how to not only land that job, but potentially start a company of his own doing that as well. So I'll tell you more about that at the end of the episode, but really great job with the steps that you're taking for what you want to do, including if those steps just look like developing clarity and so much more. So, so great job, great job, great job. Okay. Now, the past few weeks on the podcast, we've been talking through tangible and actionable advice for overcoming challenging things that transitioning teachers frequently face. These are things like self-doubt, feeling overwhelmed, imposter syndrome, or feeling like you're faking it when it comes to having the skills that you need to apply for another role other than teaching. We've been talking about a lot of these things, and I hope each of these episodes has helped you develop clarity and confidence in yourself and in how you can choose to navigate your path and overcome those speed bumps that are that are common. They're normal. It's, it's very normal to sense those things. I hope those have given you very actionable things you can do to overcome those, to smooth out those, those speed bumps, so to speak. Let's go ahead and jump into item number one. We're going to get some background and context for where I'm coming from with today's episode. Okay. Recently, members of our community have been sharing that they've been applying to some positions, some opportunities, and they've heard back with a no. For some of them, it's been while they've been completing the automated process of applying online that they've heard a no back, which was really weird. For others, it's been after they've completed multiple steps of the application process. 
For others, it's been after a first interview. And for some, it's been after months, months of multiple interviews. Okay. While we talk about this first topic or principle, I want you to keep in mind the concept of sometimes no really means not yet. Oftentimes when we look at other people who are in certain roles or certain jobs, we see them in yeah, what they're currently doing, but what we don't see is all of the other opportunities that they applied to and didn't get. Okay, we don't see all of the other things they had to overcome to get to where they are now. This is definitely the case with me too. Yes, an opportunity eventually worked out for me. But man, it was looking into a lot of opportunities, what to apply to and what to not apply to. It was after being told no or not yet or no thanks or, oh, we love this and this and this about you, but we've gone with another applicant, right? Hearing that from multiple companies, right? Companies, universities, lots of options, okay? Education companies, non-education companies. And then something else worked out for me, okay? I want to tell you about one of the first of those that was a no or a not yet, okay? This company in particular, I wanted to work with so badly. I went about things a little uniquely. I didn't know that it was unique to go about things like this. I was just doing what I wanted to do and reaching out intentionally to the companies that I wanted to work for. Why? Because I had a good job, right? The circumstances I was in as a teacher were good ones. You know, it wasn't a negative school. I just really knew I needed something more. I needed to keep growing. So I was looking into opportunities that were very closely aligned with what I wanted to do and with what I enjoyed the most. So while I was a teacher, I reached out to a company whose resources and content, material, processes, all of it that I absolutely loved. Not only did I reach out to them as far as like, I want to apply there, that was later on. I reached out saying, I'm a teacher and I want to use all of your things. I have this much, but can I pilot more of your resources? Can I give you feedback? Can I do this, that, or the other? And they actually were really awesome to to be open to some ideas and suggestions. And so I piloted a lot of their resources. And then I also got certified in their program and processes right? There's a lot of teacher, there's a, there are a lot of teacher opportunities out there to become certified. If it's like becoming a certified Google educator, if it's working with brain pop and doing certifications there, there's so many different ways to become certified with companies, right? Get to know their content well, train other teachers on it and, and whatnot. So with this company, I became certified in their content. I was able to train throughout my district or elsewhere on it yeah, I I just really, really, really loved their content. And then I knew it was time to go beyond teaching. And so I went forward on my path, not knowing exactly what I was going to do next. And I knew I wanted to work for them. And eventually I had the opportunity to talk with them in in multiple conversations, multiple meetings and, and different things like that. But when it came down to it, there wasn't an opportunity for me there. There wasn't a position for me there. 
it wasn't that they, you know, that we didn't get along. They were very clear about like, you feel like a right member of our team culturally, right? Like with how you are and the culture of our company, it's a good fit, but there's nothing for you here right now, right? Unless if you want to be a secretary and you know that that wasn't the right role for me personally. So it, it was a no, but it was also kind of like a not now kind of a scenario. So should I just stay and, and wait around for it? No, no, don't do that. Not at all. You're going to have a healthier and a more positive transition experience and path as you connect with more companies, as you see more opportunities that are out there, and as you have positive experiences with those companies and continue developing skills. Okay. So if there is something that you just really love and you really, 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 really want, and if it's not coming your way for any reason, whatever it might be, it's okay to bookshelf it. It's okay to put it on the back burner. It's okay to move forward. Maybe it's going to be a just not yet. Okay. Now, if I were to fast forward us a couple years after that, after I'd taken different positions at different companies, then that company that I really wanted to work for actually did reach out very unexpectedly. And they needed something, but they needed something more than what I knew how to do when I was a teacher and when they were interviewing me at that time. They needed what I had developed through going to other companies and working elsewhere. Okay. So, so don't be afraid to continue to go forward. And again, if it kind of softens a blow, feel free to take something as a, Hey, not yet, but continue going forward on your path, continue developing skills and feel free to come back later. Okay. If, if you, struggle with or sometimes are have a, have a tendency if you have a tendency to take things personally then just tell yourself this is a not yet i'm going to develop more skills and if this is something i'm still interested in later i can be a more qualified candidate for them at a future time okay so i know with some of our insiders and some people in our community who have been applying to some things it can be really hard to not take some things personally and for some of you you've been applying to and interviewing for months. And if those opportunities haven't opened up, let's just keep moving forward. Okay. So there's a little bit bit of background, a little bit of experience. I want you to really know that I definitely was told no multiple times. And um, I just kept moving forward. Was it easy always? Mm, No, especially when it was something I really had my heart set on. But let's go ahead and talk about some other concepts that can help with moving forward with a healthy perspective, positive outlook, and with success. Okay. So topic number two, I want us to develop the perspective and the insight into things from the perspective of the hiring side. Okay. So they specifically have a role that they need to have filled. They have a job that needs to get done. There are certain tasks that they need to be to have completed, okay, and things to get done. So as they are looking at candidates, they're not looking at things personally, okay? Your LinkedIn profile, your resume, your cover letter, try to not take those things very personally. Try to just have them be very strategic, okay? They need certain content. They need to be optimized in certain ways. You know that we have resources for you to help with all that. But yeah, from their side of things, they want to make sure that 
the job that they need to have done can be done successfully. So as they look at candidates, they're going to be looking for who has experience with this or basically don't think of it as experience with a certain role or title. Think of it as they can do X, Y, or Z. They've demonstrated those abilities through A, B, and C, okay? And they can feel like, all right, this person can get that job done, okay? They're they're not thinking like, oh, I, I don't, I don't like this person or they're not this, that, and the other, okay? They're just looking for who can get a job done, okay? A little bit more black and white in perspective in some ways, okay? So don't try to not take it personally, okay? I know that it can be hard sometimes to not take it personally, but really try and develop more of a kind of black and white perspective of like, they're just looking for specific things. Try and develop a strategic perspective, okay? Tell yourself that they liked you, but there was that specific skill or specific experience that was lacking rather than it being something about you personally. Okay. And then from there, we want to work specifically on those things that they wanted, what they needed. We're going to talk more about that later. Okay. Now let's talk about topic number three, self-care amidst rejection. Okay. You've got to look after you. You've got to take care of you let's be honest, it's not easy being told no. And what's harder is when it's something that you really want and really feel attached to, or maybe you feel like you really needed something specifically. Okay. That's, that can be really hard. So how can you take care of you when it feels like the companies that you're applying to apparently don't care for you, or if it feels like they at least don't want you. Okay. That can feel really hard when we say it those ways. Like, oh, they don't care for me. Oh, they don't want me. Okay. I don't want you to have that kind of a perspective. I want you to care, practice self-care for yourself while you're going through this part of the path. Okay. Ultimately, we want to look at this, like I've been saying, like a strategic thing rather than a personal thing. I know it's easier said than done, but let's develop more of that mindset. Okay. For your mindset, for your perspective, for your outlook, for how you interpret things. I know the word mindset is frequently used lately. So, so let's maybe see it in these other ways as well. Okay. For your perspective and outlook on things. This is why early on in the find your next dream job course that's in the membership, some of those earliest activities are things to help you so that you see really clearly your top strengths, your greatest gifts, and the skills that you have. And so that you see those things visually and really clearly. Okay. I want you to have a mindset of self-worth, what you are bringing to the table. I want you to keep those things in mind really clearly. And if you're like, I really don't know what I'm bringing to the table or what I want to do, then again, access those resources there in the Find Your Next Dream Job course. You get access to that in the membership. And then also along with having that correct kind of a mindset, I just want you to have a really good TLC, right? Some tender love and care for yourself. Okay. For some people after they're hearing a no, that might look like, and for me personally, that's going to look like some ice cream. Okay. Maybe for you, that looks like takeout. Maybe it looks like getting a back massage, mani-pedi. Okay. Do something to take care of yourself. Maybe it's having book time, right? Time to just curl up with a book, something that you love, spending time doing what you love. Okay. Maybe it's 
instead of spending money, time, and resources on on things like that, that you might think, well, that's pretty frivolous. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's taking that time or the resource of that money and using it on something else that can actually help you with actionable steps. Okay. So maybe it's something like the membership. So just like getting help or counseling is a great form of self-care, intentionally accessing the resources or the people that can provide you with the support, a place to talk, a place to ask questions, a place where you can get clarity and encouragement on strategies that you need, all of that, allowing yourself access to that is also another great form of self-care. But, you know, I also really love, really love my ice cream. So just find what works best for you. Now, for me, my last year of teaching, I really needed something. My health wasn't great and it was directly related to being stressed and probably depressed to a degree with how stagnant and stuck I felt with work, okay? Not only for the first year of feeling that, but the second year of feeling that. So to help with that, I did something that I had never done before and I gifted myself a monthly back massage membership. And I'd never spent money on something like that before. It had seemed kind of frivolous, but I could see physically that my health and, you know, I was tightening up in a lot of ways, stress and things like that. I really needed to be practicing self-care in a different kind of a way. And um, just from growing up and from my background, I really grew up with a lot of frugality and not spending money on a lot of things. And so it wasn't normal for me to allow myself to spend money on something like that that wasn't kind of more of like a necessity. And so I did this kind of funny little, not mind game, kind of inside joke with myself. And I was single at the time. And I told myself, this is a gift from my future husband to me. And he would want me to have this. He would want me to be happy, right? He'd want me to be well. And so He's giving it to me because he's awesome, whoever he is, wherever he is, right? I was like, he he loves me and he would want me to have this. He would want me to be taken care of and, and to do this. And so that in a funny way, I know that probably sounds ridiculous. Um, and there's even more details with the whole way I went about it that were, were just ridiculous, um, but I was all for it. And so if you're having a hard time letting yourself have whatever would be the most helpful for you, I want you to just think of the people who love you most and the people who will love you most and what they would want for you to have or how they would want you to actually take care of yourself. And I want you to practice great intentional self-care while you're working so well on the incredibly purposeful work of paving the path that you want for your future, okay? That's a great thing to be doing. Let's take great care of yourself along the way, okay? And if you have to kind of do one of these funny little mind games or ways of giving yourself permission to practice that self-care, if it includes using resources of like money or something like that, then then yeah, feel free to do a mind game if you have to feel like you're gifting yourself that Or if it's like, hey, this is my birthday present to myself or Christmas present to myself, go for it, whatever it is. If it's ice cream or something really great is also having dinner with your besties or just people who who build you up, okay? The people who believe in you. Be sure to surround yourself with those kind of people, influences and voices, okay? So whatever it is for you to practice great self-care, go ahead and line that up. Maybe it's right after you heard back from a company 
about an opportunity that's not coming your way, at least not yet. Um, but make sure that you're practicing the self-care that you need. Okay, now let's go forward and talk about step number four, how to take your next steps, how to move forward effectively and successfully. Okay. For some people, one of the best forms of self-care or one of the best ways to bounce back after hearing a no is to just go forward. Okay. So timing wise, it might be taking a little bit of time for yourself and resting and then quickly moving on. Okay. So as you move forward, go ahead and do just that. Go ahead and continue moving forward. It's fascinating for me to see the different approaches that many of our insiders take um, where some feel like, okay, let's just move on move fast. We're applying it a lot of different places. And for others, there's a lot of emotional attachment to one position or another. And it can be really hard, uh, much harder in those scenarios to not take something personally when you've been exclusively invested in one or two positions and opportunities. So I understand it's, again, it's not always easy to not take something personally. I can say that from very personal experience. Um, But keep moving forward and it's going to help you with a healthier and happier transition. So how to move forward with that? I want you to look specifically when you receive, you know, a letter of rejection, as you might call it, or write an email, a decline. I want you to look specifically at any reasoning that they provided you with, okay, for not being hired. And then if you see a pattern that you're hearing from multiple companies of why an opportunity didn't come your way, then I want us to look very closely at what is that pattern? What are they mentioning? And let's develop an action plan related to overcome those specifics. Okay. So is it lack of experience? Then I want you to look for related experience or many opportunities to develop the skills that you need or experience with that. Remember the episode, one of the two episodes that we had with Bonnie Moore? It was fantastic on this topic of teachers while you're in the classroom, getting opportunities and experience with other companies. Okay. Be sure to check out that episode if you haven't listened to it already, or maybe you're hearing a pattern like you're missing certain skills or awareness of certain tools or certain software or certain interactions with certain types of people. Maybe it's administrators, maybe it's stakeholders. Okay. Let's develop a plan to fill that skill gap. Maybe it's an online course. Maybe it's having some experience with a certain software or tool. Maybe it's something else. And if you're not sure what it is, come hop on a call. Let's chat. Okay. Or maybe it's not having a portfolio that demonstrates that you actually have those abilities. Okay. Let's make one. If you need a template, we've got you covered. Okay. Or maybe you're like, well, I would love to know what I'm lacking, but they didn't give me any feedback on that. It's okay to reach out and ask. And if you're not sure what to say, that can sound as simple as something like, hey, thank you so much for reaching out and letting me know. How could I become a stronger candidate for a position like this in the future? What experiences or skills would you like to see in a candidate so that you can feel confident in bringing them onto your team, knowing that they can bring what you need to the table? Okay. And you can even let them know something like, knowing this will help me proactively and effectively prepare to add value and be a strong contributor. Okay. And thanks so much. Okay. So if you need help with scripting something like that, whatever, I've got resources for you. Um, But yeah, it's okay to ask. It's not only okay to ask, but it shows them 
that you actually care and that you're going to be doing something intentionally about it, okay? Can lead to more of the, this was not just a no, this was actually a not yet, okay? Okay, so let's recap a little bit. We've talked about four specific things. One, some background and context because multiple teachers are experiencing this right now. That's okay. It's part of the process. Let's keep moving forward. Number two, I want you to have perspective from the hiring side of things. Okay. They are looking for specific things. I want us to develop that healthy strategic perspective. Okay. I want you to have great self-care in your process and in your personal path. And number four, I want you to move forward successfully and effectively. Okay. Go ahead and keep moving forward. Let's identify what you need specifically and let's develop an action plan for developing those things specifically. Okay. All right. Let's wrap up this episode by letting you know the things that are coming your way for all of our insiders in the membership in May. First off, we have a live guest speaker of a former teacher who became an instructional designer, has worked um, for nonprofits and for profits, and who then wanted to develop his own company doing this kind of work. So you can come join live. He's going to train you on specific things related to what he does. And he's going to answer all the questions that you want to throw at him. You guys, the group aspect of this is incredibly helpful. You can learn and benefit so much through hearing the questions that other teachers are asking, the perspectives that they have, and what options they're looking into. Okay, come in here about so many different options that are out there for you and hear their questions that they have, as well as asking your own. We have newer teachers on the inside of the membership. We have other teachers who are retiring this year. We have teachers who don't know what they want to do next. And we have others who not only know what they want to do next, but they've already landed opportunities doing that. And they're still getting the help and the support they want in the membership with the goals and the personal progress that they're having also. Okay. All of that's coming through the monthly trainings, the live support calls, replay access, the on-demand resources and more. Okay. I personally really love the support that we're getting for people. I love hearing what you need so that we can provide you with more help for that and resources for that. I love seeing the increase in confidence that you're having and the opening up of opportunities aligned with what you want for your future. Okay. It's so exciting. And honestly, on a personal note, it's so much fun and it's so rewarding to be a part of the path with you. Okay. Great job with all that you're up to inside of your classroom and with paving the path that you want for your future as well. Okay. You're doing a great job. You guys have a great week and I'll see you in the membership portal or in next week's episode. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, help us spread the word, leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows, we may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come.